US President Joe Biden has addressed media announcing the first tranche of sanctions against Russia. President Biden has condemned Vladimir Putin's recognising the independence of two separatist regions in eastern Ukraine. Let's go to our US correspondent, Simon Marks, who's with us from Washington, D.C. Kia ora, Simon. Uh, what has President Biden had to say? Well, President Biden has just left the podium at the White House, a delayed appearance there in which he repeated what some of his top officials said this morning, that his administration views what has taken place uh, in eastern Ukraine as the beginning of a Russian invasion. He said that he was absolutely convinced. He hoped that he was wrong, but he feared that Vladimir Putin intended to march his army beyond simply the Luhansk and Donetsk areas. Uh, of eastern Ukraine that uh, Vladimir Putin yesterday recognised as independent. And the president essentially said the Russian leader is trying to rewrite the map. To put it simply, Russia just announced that it is carving out a big chunk of Ukraine. Last night, Putin authorised Russian forces to deploy into the region, these regions. Today, he asserted that these regions are actually extend deeper than the two areas he recognised claiming large areas currently under the jurisdiction of the Ukraine government. And so we then got the news of the first sanctions that President Biden says are the beginning of a tranche of measures that he intends to take as Russia's military assault on Ukraine continues. We're implementing full blocking sanctions on two large Russian financial institutions, VEB and their military bank. We're implementing comprehensive sanctions on Russian sovereign debt, That means we've cut off Russia's government from Western financing. It can no longer raise money from the West and cannot trade in its new debt on our markets or European markets either. Starting tomorrow and continuing in the days ahead, we'll also impose sanctions on Russia's elites and their family members. They share in the corrupt gains of the Kremlin policies and should share in the pain as well. The president said that Vladimir Putin had not counted on the kind of Western unity that he says is already on display, that a reference to the uh, announcement earlier today by the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz that he is freezing the certification of the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline due to deliver Mm. energy supplies to Europe from Russia, and as you heard there, the president promising more strenuous measures in the days ahead. So is diplomacy off the table then? Well, he said at the end of the speech, I mean, after flaying Vladimir Putin, accusing him of a flagrant breach of international law, after uh, saying that there is no justification for what Russia uh, has done, after uh, also poking a bit of fun at Vladimir Putin's speech yesterday in which the president suggested the Russian leader had rewritten Ukrainian history, he said that Vladimir Putin himself had shown no sign of wishing to engage in dialogue on European security. He said there's no question Russia is the aggressor. We are clear-eyed about the challenge we are facing. But, he said, there is still time to avert the worst-case scenario and said that the United States and its Western allies are open to diplomacy. The difficulty with that is that he also was arguing that Vladimir Putin is close to it. What is the worst-case scenario here? Because, especially in the the backdrop of... Afghanistan and Iraq over the past 20 years or thereabouts. I shouldn't imagine America's president is desperately keen to put boots on the ground. 
No, and indeed in this uh, appearance at the White House, he again insisted he has no plans of putting boots on the ground in Ukraine. He's been implacable about that for several weeks. I think for the Biden uh, administration, the worst case scenario is the Russian army uh, going all the way to Kiev and toppling the government uh, of President Volodymyr Zelensky and forcefully integrating uh, the whole of Ukraine back into Russia's sphere of influence. That seems to be uh, what is driving the U.S. government. And they have claimed in the last few days they've seen intelligence to suggest that that is exactly what Vladimir Putin plans to do. Indeed, if you listen to the speech that Vladimir Putin made to the Russian people on Monday night, uh, it was pretty evident that his ambitions were not uh, uniquely focused on eastern Ukraine. He, Ukraine. He argued Ukraine should never, ever have been granted independence. And he took his argument all the way back to the 1830s, chided Lenin, chided Stalin. Stalin chided Khrushchev and appeared to indicate that he's the man to try and uh, undo uh, an injustice historically as he sees it regarding Ukraine. Thank you very much for the update. Simon Marks there, our correspondent in Washington, D.C.